Hello, this is your host Meet Bhandari, and I welcome you to the second and final episode of the series that I'm doing on IPOs. I'm so sorry that uh, my episode could not come out in the last two weeks. So, without further ado, let's get started right away. So, in the first episode, we understood what IPOs are, why companies choose to go for IPOs, and the process they have to follow to get listed on the stock exchanges. That was the introduction. In this episode. we learn about the valuation of an ipo and the factors affecting valuation we learn how to analyze ipos the process of shares allocation in an ipo the pros and cons of ipos and finally we'll understand if ipos are a worthy investment there are multiple sources of the knowledge that i'm going to be sharing with you all here i'm very grateful that you're here and i'm very grateful for these websites where i've learned so much from and i'm able to learn from there and share it with you guys now these websites are investopedia.com capitalwire.com zeroda varsity ipohub.org grows blog charterclub.com moneycontrol.com and legalwiz.in before starting i want to say that all the information is for educational purposes only it is not trading or investing advice please be careful before making any financial decisions based on what you learn from my podcast and do your due diligence first let's get started right away so first let's understand the process of valuation ipo valuation is the process by which an analyst determines the fair value of a company's shares before a company goes public an investment bank is hired to determine the value of the company and its shares So some factors that determine an IPO's valuation are number one demand. Strong demand for a company's shares results in the IPO having a high valuation because it just shows that there's a lot of public interest and public is willing to pay more for the company's stock. So as a result, companies receive high valuation and they are able to raise more capital. But this does not necessarily mean that the company is more valuable. In these times. as we are in a strong bull market the demand for stocks is high due to many factors one of them is high retail participation which directly translates into higher demand from the public and we have all seen the growth in the number of dmat accounts in the last 1 uh, 1 and a half year that just shows how re- how much retail participation has increased so this results in a high valuation assigned to companies now like i mentioned timing of the ipo is quite important which is why we have seen so many ipos in the last year as the markets are good the stocks are going up likewise if you compare uh, this, uh, the current times with a time where the market was down and stocks were not really giving a good return you see the ipos that came out at though at that time and the uh, price at which the ipos uh, you know uh, got listed in the market you'll see that firstly there were less number of ipos and also the uh, listing price was quite less as compared to the ipos in the current market situation so new ipos are getting a good response from people and companies are able to raise more investment capital from the public so in the dot com bubble of 2000s in the us tech companies received high valuations and thus they received much more investment capital as compared to companies that issued ipos before or after the dot com bubble so demand and timing are important in determining an ipo's valuation 
companies want to get listed during such times because of high demand because they want to raise more capital because more people are willing to pay so it's basically supply uh, supply and demand the demand is high companies are getting listed at a higher price they are able to raise more capital but time will only tell how many of these companies will be around in a few years time now second factor affecting valuation is industry comparables if the ipo candidate is in a field that has comparable publicly traded companies the ipo will include a comparison of the valuation metrics being assigned to the competitors which are already listed before this company new company decided to uh, launch an ipo the rational here is that investors will be willing to pay a similar amount for a new entrant into the industry as they are currently paying for existing companies but we cannot say that that's true because it also depends on the demand and the current market situation right so third point is growth pro- growth prospects now growth prospects also affects valuation a lot and ipo's valuation depends heavily on the company's future growth projections the primary motive behind an ipo is to raise capital to fund further growth now the successful sale of an ipo to the public often depends on the company's projections and whether or not it can aggressively expand so if there is a high if there is a good belief in the public that the company has a product or a service that is expected to grow a lot in the future due to any number of reasons macroeconomic reasons the government uh, offering lots of support to the company for example if there's an ipo in the ev industry that ipo may receive a lot of attention because the ev evs electronic vehicles futures in india looks quite bright right so growth prospects also matter now fourth and final factor affecting valuation is a compelling corporate narrative what this me- uh, means is if a company is launching a revolutionary new product or service or a great new invention that promises to change the industry then the ipo valuation will consider it and the company stock will be priced accordingly so jitna acha the product is expected to be jitna strong uska growth st- us product ka story hai utna hi ipo ko valuation milne ka high chances hai so a good example of this is let's say the companies the internet companies of the 1990s so because these companies were promoting new and exciting technologies some of them were given valuation of multiple billions of dollars despite the fact that they were not producing any revenue at that time so these were the four factors that we have discussed that have an impact on the ipo's valuation if you can think of more factors please do educate me about them as well you can dm me on instagram just search for not your investment guru and message me or you can email me at nyigpodcast@gmail.com now let's learn how to analyze ipos so when a company launches an ipo it has various categories under which investors can invest investors fall under mainly four categories rii retail individual investor second is nii non institutional investor third is qib qualified institutional builder or investor and fourth is anchor investor so rii retail individual investor nii non institutional investor qib qualified institutional builder and fourth anchor investor now without getting into the details for each let's focus on the main point which is looking at the 
क्वालिफाइड इंस्टीट्यूशनल बायो कैटेगरी ऑफ एन आई पी ओ इफ यू सी कम्प्लीट और ओवर सब्सक्रिप्शन इन दिस कैटेगरी इट मीन्स दैट द बिग प्लेयर्स हु डू अ फार बेटर एनालिसिस ऑफ दीज कंपनीज एंड हुव एक्सेस टू हुव मोर एक्सपीरियंस हुव मोर एनालिसिस बेटर वेज ऑफ एनालाइजिंग अ कंपनी इफ यू सी एन ओवर सब्सक्रिप्शन इन द क्यू आई बी कैटेगरी इट मीन्स दैट बिग प्लेयर्स आर शोइंग इंटरेस्ट एज दे बिलीव इन द कंपनीज फ्यूचर एंड दे हैव मच बेटर रिसोर्सेज टू एनालाइज द कंपनी एज कंपेयर टू रिटेल इन्वेस्टर्स that basically means that following where the smart money goes or where the smart money invests is a good strategy so you look at the qib category some important questions that one should ask seek answers for before investing in an ipo and when analyzing an ipo is why has the company elected to go public why what what does it aim to achieve by uh, getting listed on the stock exchange second what will the company be doing with the money raised by the ipo third what is the competitive landscape in the market for the businesses products or services what is the company's position in this landscape what is you can also look at the market share of the company how much of that product or services market is held by the company in question next is what are the company's growth prospects then look at the level of profitability that the company expects to achieve next point which is very important is that look at its management what is its management like do the people involved have previous experience running a publicly traded company do they have a history of success in business ventures do they have sufficient business experience and qualifications to run the company does management itself own any shares in the business try and understand the management's story their history where they have come from their corporate experience internet par you'll find a lot of information about the promoters of these companies and uh, finally you should look at the business's operating history if it has any how has the business done since it has started operations so for investors in order to get answers to these questions they should pay attention to the company's registration documents its financial reports and the draft red herring prospectus or the drhp the drhp contains important information about the company's future plans its financials the management team how it plans to utilize the funds raised through the ipo and other important things so this can give a rough idea about whether the stock is priced appropriately or not investors will be able to arrive at a much better conclusion about a company's uh, stock price after studying its uh, reg- registration documents the looking at the drhp and looking at its financials so the overall point that i am trying to drive across is before investing do your research understand the business understand the company and then decide whether or not to invest in the ipo now let's understand the process of ipo allotment and how shares are given to the public who apply for ipo after a company receives bids for its ipo the first step it, it takes is in uh, it eliminates the applications that are not submitted in the right manner so this includes applications where an invalid pan number or dmat account number has been submitted or multiple applications have been, have been submitted from the same name Com- people uh, uh, do that like 
they they are crazy behind the ipo they want the ipo so badly that they apply the same name multiple multiple times so companies eliminate those extra names so after this step the number of successful bids are arrived at the number of bids that are done in the right manner now an ipo can either be undersubscribed or oversubscribed in case of undersubscription all investors will receive allotment due to higher availability of shares the demand is less than the supply so all investors get the uh, number of shares that they have applied for in case of an oversubscription we have to remember that no investor can be allotted less than one lot now there can be two cases here small oversubscription and large oversubscription in case of small oversubscription companies adopt pro rata allotment procedures to distribute the shares all shareholders receive a portion of its total subscription for example a retail investor can apply for a maximum of 13 lots as per the guidelines of sebi suppose an issue of a company has been subscribed 13 times in its retail quota and all investors have applied for 13 lots then every investor will receive one lot each and just to uh, refresh the memories of those who don't know what lots are and those who know also lot size is the minimum number of shares that you have to apply for when you apply for a company's ipo each company's lot size is different there's no given criteria and it depends on the number of shares on offer and the share price but lot size is the minimum number of shares that you have to apply for currently in, in today's in uh, today's day and age uh, your uh, the ideal lot size in rupee terms is somewhere around one lot is around 15000 rupees right it can differ from ipo to ipo but like minimum you have to invest is around 10 to 15000 rupees if you are applying for one lot only and then uh, applying for ipos happens in multiples of lots one lot two lot three lot four lots like that now getting back to a point it is not possible that every investor has applied for 13 lots so as per the case where an investor where according to sebi can apply for maximum 13 lots a 1 is to 13 ratio will be applied in which every 13 applied lots will receive allotment of allotment of one lot suppose there are four investors and they have applied for 13 uh, lots in total person a b c and d have applied for four four three and two lots respectively that totals up to 13 now randomly here any invest any one investor will receive one lot only this will be decided randomly suppose an ipo is subscribed 13 times then you'll uh, the company will decide randomly which uh, person uh, gets the lot now in case the over subscription is so large that each successful applicant cannot even get uh, one lot which is usually the case nowadays because uh, there is so much retail participation in such a case sebi says that the lots shall be allotted on a lucky draw basis the lucky draw process shall be computerized and there shall be no partiality and when we allot shares based on lucky draw it may happen that a lot of people are not allotted shares as their name was not in a lucky draw now this is the main reason that a lot of retail individual investors are not allotted shares in ipos which see a huge oversubscription when you are when there's a lottery system in place 
the chances of you getting lots reduce even more i mean without you are calculating the probabilities and all it's not possible to do that it's just that lottery system ensures equality uh, par- that, that that there's no partiality and uh, whoever's chosen is just lucky right so with that i hope you have understood the process of ipo allotment now let's look at the advantages and disadvantages of investing in ipos now the first advantage is if you have been allotted shares in an ipo then you get listing gains which is what most people chase for on the day on the listing day you can benefit from the high demand for the company shares people willing to pay money to buy the shares at any price and this takes a share price many times higher than the listing price you can get a good return on your investment in the first few days of the company getting listed itself if the demand is high for promising companies ipos provide investors a good early opportunity to capitalize on the growth and progress of these good companies you can become an investor in the early days of a growing company you can then you can also choose to withdraw your investment after the listing day or in the you can choose to become a long term investor as well if you become if you really believe in the growth and the fundamentals of the company you can hold your investment for fulfilling your other long term goals as well so second advantage is the ipo price may be the cheapest price that you would get for a company that has the potential to grow big and provide handsome returns to investors in the future for example let's look at amazon so when amazon floated uh, its ipo in 1997 its share price was 18 dollars and currently it's at, it's around 3500 dollars a company like amazon biggest in the world e-commerce giant Of course nobody knew in 1997 that Amazon will be what it is today but let's say if someone had believed in the future of internet and the future of e-commerce and if they had heard about Amazon then surely they would have had good reason to invest in the IPO of Amazon so early investors would have made a fortune while late comers had to pay a much higher share price to get involved in Amazon's growth over the years now let's look at the disadvantages of IPOs First there's no guarantee of receiving the shares you may also receive less than what you applied for if the issue is oversubscribed then firstly it is difficult for you to get an allotment even if you get an allotment there are chances of you getting a lesser number of shares than you applied for the ipo may open in red in the first few days this is a second disadvantage why because if it, if the company plans on providing an exit to its early investors then these investors will sell will sell their shares in large quantities in the open market to realize the return on their early investment these investors can be the various investors that the company has uh, come across in the various rounds of funding vcs angel investors private equity firms and all those kind of investors now selling of shares in the open market by these investors may drag the newly listed company share price down and provide negative returns to other investors next disadvantage is technical analysis cannot be applied to ipos because there is no historical chart and price data available to analyze you cannot look at the stock price history and decide uh, whether to invest or not next disadvantage is the research and analysis that is required to be done before investing in in an ipo or any company is time consuming requires a lot of work and everyone may not be able to do it and everyone may not want to do it however doing this process has its benefits as well as it may provide 
valuable information to the investor and help uh, the investor make a more logical decision rather than investing out of fomo or by listening to random advice or by uh, failing by falling for the marketing tactics of companies so with that i hope you had a good uh, you have developed a good understanding of the pros and cons of investing in ipos now let's come to the final part of the episode and understand if ipos are a worthy investment so sometimes what can happen is the actual fundamentals of a business can be overshadowed by its marketing campaign which is why it is so important for early investors to review a company's financials and be aware of the risks of investing in a company that doesn't have an established trading history so when demand for a company's stock is favorable it's always possible that the hype around the company's offerings will overshadow its fundamentals this is even this is even uh, uh, more true in a uh, in the current market situation when retail participation is so high and where people are crazy behind ipos and they believe that ipos mein lag gaya agar ipo mil gaya to matlab paisa hi paisa which is not true like i said when demand for a company stock is favorable it's possible that the hype the hype that is around the company will overshadow its reality its fundamentals its history its growth story its products its market share so this creates a favorable situation for the company raising capital but not for the investors who are buying its shares so when investing in ipos it's important to not get swayed by media hype and news coverage it's important to conduct your due diligence by reading and analyzing the draft red herring prospectus and understanding and uh, learning about the financials of the company research will never disappoint you a problem in, with investing in ipos is that people do not really go for the research and also the information that the company goes out gives out to people on which people can do their research it's although transparent it's available for everyone but everyone may not have the necessary knowledge and tools to do that so that's with that also we need to keep in mind before we uh, say that you know research is a tough task of course it is a tough task but we also need to make sure that where we are putting our money is a good place and where wherever we are planning on investing whichever ipo it is it is with a safe company and the company is expected to grow in the future so with that we've come to the episode uh, end of this episode and uh, like in all episodes i mentioned i this is for educational purposes only for investing in ipos or for investing in any company anywhere always do your due diligence first do not uh, follow other people blindly you'll always benefit from your own research because jab aap khud ki research karke invest karoge na aap mein confidence rahega aur uske baad aapko ye feeling rahegi ki yaar profit bhi mera loss bhi mera and i'm okay with both so do your own research study learn about the company you will not regret it for sure so with that we have come to the end of this episode i hope that after listening to this episode you have gained some knowledge about ipos and whether investing in them makes sense do check out the first episode as well and uh, i hope you derive a lot of value from this see you next week with another episode of noted investment guru 
दिस इज़ योर होस्ट मीत भंडारी थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन थैंक यू फॉर गिविंग योर वैल्यूएबल टाइम टू नॉट योर इन्वेस्टमेंट गुरु हैप्पी ट्रेडिंग एंड इन्वेस्टिंग